Hi, this is Lavi Beer, and my name is Johannes Rompara. This is a podcast where I sit down with people and talk about love. In this episode, I'm meeting with Kevin Wynn. This is the first of a 10 episode series of talks I did in New York in February 2018. I meet up with Kevin in, in his workspace on a Saturday morning in a, in a co-working space in, in New York. In this talk we talk a lot about relationships. Kevin speaks about his parents, they're both Vietnam War refugees. And he reflects upon his his own relationship. I got to know Kevin through Creative Mornings. He was working at the, the New York headquarters around the time when, when I started in, in, in Helsinki. And I really like his his human-centered work that he does and, and, and I felt be nice nice to have a chat with him so here's our talk tell me about your parents you said you're doing you're doing some recording some stories yeah so um both my parents are vietnam war refugees so in uh 1975 they left vietnam separately my my mother lived in the south in saigon and then my dad was from central vietnam um queen young but uh at the time, I think, was also living in Saigon. And uh, they, and they're, one, they have large families, so like eight brothers and sisters each. And um, like, for instance, to take my father has this like, I knew growing up, I had heard snippets of like his story of coming here, of like, he was, you know, there was like a phone call where sort of like a father of a friend said, hey, Like, I can get you on a plane out of here if you would like to go. You need to decide in a half hour. And, he, you know, he wasn't able to, like, call his parents to tell him he wasn't. He was at a boarding school really? at the time. So he, like, could only tell a brother who was going to relay the message to the rest of the family. And he decided to come over. And he didn't, you know, there was, like... How old, and, how, how old was he? He was uh, 18, I think 17, 18. Um, and, you know, it wasn't even a straight shot. It's not like you hop on the helicopter and land in California it's like you go to Guam and there's processing and um so there's just these stories of how they ended up where they are today uh they also include um some like uh they were sponsored by families in Texas because you can't just come and like be a refugee by yourself at 17 here like you need to have someone who's responsible for right. you so there are these um Uh, families and very involved in the church in uh, Granbury, Texas. So it's sort of small town, Texas. Uh, and they like essentially sponsored my parents, like two different families at that church sponsored my parents and took them in as like kids, as foster kids um, and kind of helped them navigate and eventually go to junior college. So I have these, you know, uh, it, you know I would consider family members um, that don't look a ton like me. There are like, you know, white living in Texas and other places of the country, but they, you know, they are so responsible for me existing. Um, and uh, uh, so I'm turning 30 this year and I started to realize that like, I thought I knew my parents because I've known them since I was born. Yeah. But it's like for a certain period, you are a child and like, don't <laughs> really uh, you don't really communicate very effectively with them and at some point you're probably a bit more of an annoying like teenager and you're not really open to a lot of these discussions and then um, I went off for university and so now I'm at this point where I can like start asking my parents like about their lives or about things that happen or about some of the tough situations and not only the time I was alive but the, all that time before like there's just all these like I, I feel like I know more details about Yoko my my partner's life in some ways than like some of the like i've just had so much time like pestering her with questions at yeah 
you know, 29 year old Kevin has been able to do so. So um, I've kind of been going back and uh, asking some of that stuff from my parents about, yeah, what was it like then? What was it like leaving? What was your childhood like? And, you know, just collecting some of those details that... Um, and, they've, yeah. and they've been open for the discussion. And yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they share. Yeah, they definitely share. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so much to dig into there that I'm afraid it'll get lost if, like, yeah, when they eventually pass away, if anything happens. And um, uh, the refugee story is one thing, and the other part is just, like, knowing these people who are important to me, like, really knowing them. It sounds beautiful <laughs> and and really kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when kind of when did you have the idea that you need to do? I mean, that this is something you need to do. Mm. It was a couple of years ago. I don't know what triggered it. There have been moments like there. Funny enough, we when I was like a teenager, there was like a Vietnam War unit in school. And then um, I was one of the very few, probably the only Vietnamese kid in my entire school, let alone one of few Asian kids or people of color in the school. And then the teacher had asked my mother to like, knowing that she was like a refugee, to ask her to come in and like give a short talk about Mm. the experience, which now thinking is like, that's amazing that like you're learning this unit and you could be reading through the textbooks, which are one written from a certain perspective, but then to like, uh, have my mom come in. And then I remember sitting down and her like sharing stories about, you know, my uncle who like had to fly a helicopter one way and like dump it into the ocean to like, (laughs) in order to like get on the boat, which would eventually, you know, uh, bring him over. So, I don't know, there have just been these blips of hearing uh, pieces of their story. Not to say I'll ever get all of it, that's impossible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then maybe just more reflection um, in the last couple of years. Uh, and maybe it's been that our relationship has been uh, more recently, you know, I feel even more friendly with my parents. Like, we hang out and... So many things I like, they like. The the crappy action movies that I like, <laughs> my mom likes, my dad likes. Um, uh, we struggle with some of the same things at work. Like there's just been this, whenever I go back home, um, there's just friendly banter and it kind of reminds me. It's like, oh man, yeah, I'm the product of these two humans and there's so much there to dig into. Uh, yeah. So where, where did you grow up? Was that- uh, I grew up in Colorado, um, in a town called Niwot, N-I-W-O-T, um, small town. It's near Boulder, but okay, it's where yeah. Crocs were invented. You know Crocs? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yeah? So Crocs were invented in Niwot, Colorado, and I've worn many pairs growing up. But uh, I was born in California, but then I moved to Colorado okay, when I was yeah. really young. How old were your parents when, when they got you? Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. I was born in 88, uh, my, my mom 56, so that would mean she's uh, uh, 32. Yeah. Um, math, yeah is, math is always difficult. Huh? Math is always difficult. Yeah, I was like, dude, don't want to mess that up. Just get this uh, recording, get that engineering degree, and see how it goes. But my brother is six years older than me, okay, so then yeah. she had him when she was 26, yeah. which means that I would have a, a four-year-old child by now. Yeah, I was 26 when I got my first. Really? Yeah. Was it, was it, was it planned? Were you yes. like, yes. Had you imagined, like, had you picked 26 somehow? Like, this is <clears> going <throat> to be, the, like, that's the year? It actually was like, <laughs> like, we had, we've been together with my wife since we were two, 18. Wow. Uh, so we kind of <laughs> yeah. How did you meet? We were in, in uh, is it called high school? In what? Sure. Uh, is it like it's it always called different in different? But but is it? Are you in high school in that age? Like, uh, yeah, high school yeah. would be eighteen would be your last year of high school, yeah. and then you go to university or a junior yeah, college. Yeah. So like finish finish high school. Mm-hmm. So we're in the same school. So far, so we were just we were just just friends mm-hmm. <laughs> for like the like, like, <laughs> like, like, like the first two years and then the last year uh, 
I kind of, I was like, okay, this, there, there's something more to it now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I really need to act upon it. So I took, I took the bold risk. Nice, and <laughs> nice, good job. <laughs> and, and, and told her about my, my feelings for her. Good for you. <laughs> so I was like, okay, if, and even, even though, I mean, we have a good friendship, it should, it should kind of, even, yeah. even, even, even if she doesn't feel the same to me, it should, it should like, yeah. we, we should be able to make it. And then, then, then she was a bit perplexed, but then she was like, uh, actually, yeah, I do too. <laughs> wow. And, and, and all, all our friends were like, yeah, we told you so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you finally started talking about it? Are you serious? We know not long. <laughs> So, so we've been, we've been good together already then for, for quite a while and, and we were already thinking about, okay, we want to we wanna have a family at, yeah. at some point. And, and then there was uh, my family, my, my wife's family, they inherited a, a house uh-huh. in like, like down near Helsinki, like in, I don't know, suburbs. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's typical the area where people don't go and, and have families, and yeah. get their kids and the dog and the car. That, that's where it happens, that area. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, <laughs> suburbs. Uh, no, so, so then suddenly we were able, so we were like, okay, we don't want to move to the countryside. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like countryside in, in quotations. And because we were, we were born, born both in, in, in the center of, of Helsinki. And, but then we were like, okay, let's, Let's try. We had some 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 savings, so we made kind of a renovation mm-hmm. to like the, it was like a big house. The upper floor, Nina's parents were living there, and the the ground floor was was empty. So we're mm-hmm. like, okay, let's let's give it a try. Yeah, and and we and we can always move move away if it yeah. doesn't feel good. Uh, but it felt quite nice, and then we're like, okay, like. Like typically, you think, okay, we have to have like a good income before you get kids, and you can have things settled settled out. Yeah. But we're like, okay, we have we kind of we have kind of everything here, like, and we, we want to have a family, so why wait? Yeah. And 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 it was funny, like, and they're like, okay, of course, you don't necessarily get pregnant the first first yeah. time you try, and like, and we don't even know if 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 we're fertile, and and we can have all kinds yeah, of problems, yeah. and then, but but let's let's try. <laughs> And and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then, okay, it's kind of welcome. <laughs> yeah. So it's and 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 so we got Emil. We were twenty six. It's it's two thousand and eight, and two thousand ten we got our second child. Yeah. And then we had a miscarriage there in, there after after that, and mm-hmm. then we got Lilia in December two thousand thirteen. It's funny. The Casper, uh, who's, who's born in 2010, and, and Lilian, they're born on the same same date. Yeah. Like exactly wow. th- exactly three uh, three years apart. Yeah, easy uh, to no, remember. F- yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, and it's, it's and it's it's they still they they enjoy they still enjoy it that it's 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 shared it's, it's shared a, yeah. yeah let's see let's see how it's gonna be in a few years yeah <laughs> yeah it's my birthday no it's my birthday. But yeah, I think and I think having kids is something that that that's all always been something like like that I want want to have and, and like parenthood yeah. has been something important. And I, I remember especially like having the first kid, like when Emil was born, it changed. I was quite surprised how much it it kind of changed. Uh, kind of, I, I was really really kind of work oriented yeah. before that, and and. Uh, but there, there was a big switch in, in kind of how I persuade my, 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 myself and like well, what what's what are the things that are important and yeah. and especially like the relation to work. Uh, it was funny to see like especially kind of when you're self-employed and kind of the work never stops and you can yeah. kind of be always working. <laughs> yeah. And so after 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 you had a kid, you're kind of okay. I really kind of want to spend time with him too. Yeah, uh, and and like how how to how do I kind of how do I give myself the permission to go also to work and like work on something that that 
doesn't have like it's it's never that clear that you kind of all the hours you're away yeah, home yeah. you get like a certain pay, payment per hour yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you kind of work on, on your project and you, you, you try to develop things but what, one thing I noticed that I got I got I got much more efficient huh. because I started to reflect on like why I do things yeah and 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 so so I, I, I started making more decisions on, on, on what's important and what's hmm. not and and that's been like super valuable yeah <laughs> and because I mean, because quite often, I mean, you, 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 you horse around half of the day and like, yeah, <laughs> or, or you feel, at least I can see myself, like I, I fill time, like I, with what I think like might be productive or I don't know, there's just a desire to like, yeah, let's like put more energy yeah, yeah, towards yeah. there just because maybe rather than reflecting on like, why am I doing this right now? Like, do I need to do this right now? Is this the best use of my time? I just like, I'm, I don't know, I'm just like throwing a lot at that wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's of course sometimes things I miss at the moment, like having having that kind of, that kind of empty creative space. Yeah, yeah. Which I was kind of, I was walking here now for, for an hour and I was like, okay, this is like, I want more of this. Mm -hmm. that just kind of wondering and like, oh, what's this? I look at that mm -hmm. and, and I noticed that I don't have much of that kind of experience at the moment in my, in my kind mm -hmm. of life. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and sometimes, sometimes you need kind of, I mean, you need these kind of breaks, mm -hmm. breakouts. Uh, and that's something I really appreciate also about taking this trip. But also like when I was scheduling this trip, I'm like, like it's quite tight. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of meetings, a lot of yeah. Because it's, it's funny to see, like, okay, then I have I just have a few days. Let's like let's make everything yeah. out of it, like yeah. <laughs> maximize the experience. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 so that was also something I started to think about. Okay, like why? Like, is it good or is it bad or is it or is it just? Or does it or is is there is there, is there a value in kind of in in the ways I? I work and kind of the actions I do and like how, yeah, it was something I was thinking about, like, especially like, yeah, I was writing some, when, when I woke up, I tried to have this, write, write, write in my notebook some just thoughts, not, not or just like this kind of flow, flow writing. Yeah. So it was interesting to see what kind of came up and this kind of was kind of some of the thoughts that came up. Yeah. Like like this, I was thinking about the efficiency. Like because in in our in our society, it's really something that it's something that's really valued. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. like that people do stuff. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And and then I started kind of to to question that. Like why is is that really like like if somebody is 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 not productive, is that is does that make somebody a bad human mm -hmm. or like? Or do they have it figured out? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so this is... Is that... So I um, I like to, to talk to... So my I have friends that are starting to have kids. Yeah. And I have some older friends. And um, I, I ask them about their experiences. And I start to see, like wow, I'm afraid that like that's going to be really tough for me. So something like when you talk about balance, mm. like right now it's kind of, it's easy for me to, easy-ish for me to ha like have my cake and eat it too. Like right now I have quality, like I want to spend quality time. Like two most important things in my life right now is like uh, uh, the people I care about and work. Like, And the people I care about, like, keeping up to date with my family, making sure they're okay, and then my partner Yoko. And like, it's kind of easy for me to go spend a lot of time on the work and then also spend a lot of time mm. with them. And like, that's kind of that. And then, but thinking about like having a family someday, having kids to take care of, the responsibility, the, the need to parse out that balance of like, do I put time here or elsewhere? I feel like that could 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? That could, it that is, would be. It's, it is. I mean, it a little imploding to me. I might be like, oh, it is overwhelming. But or I'll maybe just, I'll just be like, screw work. <laughs> like these humans are the most important thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, it, it's how I felt it was. It's it is overwhelming. Oh, and, I probably and, should and, take care of myself as well. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's something that I, I tend to forget. <laughs> Like, I forgot about that part of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you crash into the wall and like, ah, yeah, yeah, that's, I need also kind of to yeah. be kind of involved in this equ equation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things. Like one, one is, is, is that you kind of don't have to, like when the kid comes, then, then they grow up Slowly, <laughs> and yeah. and you kind of grow as a parent in the yeah. same with the same time in the same kind of pace, yeah. and and so you don't kind of have to know how it is when the kids are five or yeah. when they're one or two or like like yeah. like it is it it, it it's quite natural in a way. Then yeah, I mean of course the shock can be like in the beginning, like because I mean like when when two becomes three there's there's mm -hmm. the whole relationship dynamics change and, yeah and there's kind of a lot of lot of things happening yeah and and so that's like that's one yeah one, can be one crisis <laughs> <laughs> but then i was thinking about also i'm thinking about love like like i think okay like i have this love for my partner yeah and like how will i feel about the kid and and like mm -hmm. And that has also been interesting to see kind of how how love, love expands. Yeah. Like that, and, and kind of the more you see, the more you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and kind of love expands by usage. The more we do, the more we can do. Yeah. I have a keychain that's up. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, there are there are those people who who I mean, having families is not for everybody. Yeah. And, and that's something, because something that's been so important for me is sometimes I notice it's, I have difficulties understanding like how, what's the the experience of people who, yeah, who don't want to have kids or who, who deliberately decide to, to live without family. Yeah. Uh, you said it was important to you, like you yeah. kind of envisioned having a family, it's something you... Like, where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, that's a good question. Because I'm a bit more theoretical. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I've just assumed that it would be part of my life. Mm. Like, kind of a, yeah, it's it's not like a, kind of a beautiful assumption, but I, like, I haven't had something in my bones that said, like, yes, must, family, like, must, yeah, like I have, and yeah, I had, it's, it's I'm really, curious really, if that will, like, you know, yeah, ask me in two years, like, yeah. uh, will I be you know, feel very different? But yeah, what was that like for you? It's really like a like a physical ache, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I never thought about like like why and where where does it come from? It it's it it felt really kind of like a natural desire. Yeah, and. And somehow also like um, yeah, I don't know how much how much is it about like the kind of the social also. I don't know, say pressure about the social kind of assumptions on mm -hmm. how things should be. Yeah, uh, which I notice a lot of people that don't want kids they struggle mm -hmm. with with kind of the pressure that that okay, like, and especially like. I've spoken with, with a few like older single women and they they it's feel it really difficult with the with the pressure like every like even mm -hmm. strangers come to up to them so like like why are you single what's 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 wrong and like like don't you want to have kids and like well, actually I'm quite happy with my life like this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and like and that's okay mm -hmm. um, so that's I think it's interesting like how like what? What are kind of the the social structures and and like constructs? Yeah. Like that the, the things should be in a certain way. Yeah. Otherwise, you're. Yeah. Yeah, 
it's the first time I've thought about this, but I wonder, like, at least being in New York for the last seven years, um, my guess is if I've, I've had less contact <laughs> with children and or families than if I was living somewhere else. Like, yeah. if I was still in Colorado, uh, my interactions might be a little bit different. Um, but you find families also. I mean, I've seen a lot of families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> as, but, but as far as like maybe uh, close friends yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, being really, uh, I don't know, I just, this is the engineer coming up. But it's like inputs and the outputs. Like maybe I've had like less inputs and it's sort of stalled. And then like as I get more inputs, then it will like, you know, the tree will start growing inside of me and I'll feel a little different. <laughs> Maybe, or I'll just suddenly like open my eyes and be like, yes, I am actually hanging around with kids all the time. I just don't. But isn't there also <laughs> like this kind of big city phenomenon? It's people get kids when they're older. And, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I believe that's how it is. Like I don't the know the statistics, stats, yeah. but yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I feel like I, but that's, that's how it works here. And, and also, I, and also like already, I mean, Finland is, is a small country and Helsinki is a small city, but already there you see kind of, Like it, it is different from people yeah. coming from the capital, and there is like then it's it's then it's more common to to get your kids like after yeah like like now I'm there's a lot of friends that are getting their first kids now at, yeah. at, at like thirty thirty five yep um, and 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 then then people that live like like in in, in the countryside. It's it's more typical to get your kids yeah. in the 20s. I mean, at least with Yoko, in my experience, like Yoko's mother had her when she was 39. And Yoko's an only child. Yeah, yeah. And then, like we, how Yoko and I talk to each other, we say, oh, like it seems like hats off to our friends that like are raising their kids here. It seems so challenging dealing with the schools, dealing with the expensive, like, rent for a small place and like all of these the cost of daycare and the million other things that i don't yeah. even know they're the unknown unknowns like that's and so we say oh may, you know maybe it makes sense for us when we're, when we're not living here when we're somewhere else and then it's mm. like you kind of shove that you know shelve that beautiful assumption for like yeah that there'll be a time for that but i'm um, like if i was thinking myself living anywhere else than in already like in, in if you live in Paris or, mm -hmm. or, or, or London it's like the cost is so different from mm -hmm. like the in Finland it's it's the social security system is, is mm -hmm. just so good we don't kind of have to think about yeah these kind of things yeah it's kind of <laughs> just kind of taken care of and, yeah and, and and you pay like let's say daycare if you have if you pay like the full Full phase like 300 euros a month, uh, but but for us our income has not been that high, so we have we have paid like the half or something, mm -hmm. and and so you kind of it, it depends on kind of how much money yeah. you have and like yeah and and then the society comes and but of course even the even the like full full payment is 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 highly kind of subsidized mm -hmm. by the state. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, when I when I heard like a friend living in in Amsterdam, they just got a kid, and they pay like well, well over a lot of over thousand euros for 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 the daycare, mm -hmm. and it's uh, and it was like part time, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, and and, <laughs> and and I can't even imagine how it works here in the states. Yeah, I haven't even gone to try to <laughs> look into it, Herb. <laughs> Because of no, my assumption of course, how much it is. Yeah, of course, and it's not it's not in the orbit. Yeah. It's okay. We're all gonna be Bitcoin millionaires. So <laughs> you have bitcoins? Uh, I, I do. I not a lot. But yeah. I I have a small amount where it's like maybe. Well who knows? Maybe this well, could fund a wedding someday. Or maybe I'll lose it. But it like I you have to assume that. Yeah. Uh yeah. And I don't know much about it. So that's like, these are all the red flags for like why I shouldn't be doing much there. So I like keep that. That's a very small part of the portfolio. Extremely small yeah. part of the portfolio. <laughs> how about you and Yoko? How did, how did you meet? Uh, through work. Um, you know, funny you had the story earlier about 
you feeling like, oh, we're friends and I need to do the bold thing and like, you know, tell this person how I feel and like see what happens. Uh, I didn't do that. She did. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we met on a, through a, um, I mean, we, we worked for uh, the same boss, Tina. Um, we started multiple companies and we were both like separate companies, um, early employees at them. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, she opened the door for me on my first day at work in New York City. Um, and she was with someone at the time. So, you know, like you just sh- kind of shut that off and just say, yeah, there's, you know, nothing, nothing will ever happen there. Uh, and then uh, she became like my, uh, uh, like, you know, my closest friend in New York. And just, uh, I introduced her to more of my friends and she introduced me to hers and we would like, you know, uh, go out, have dinners, like meet people. Um, and then fast forward, probably, oh, she would eventually like break up with the guy she was with. And then, um, a couple months later, it was just like, I don't know. It was just, uh, it felt so like I, I had strong feelings for her and, um, maybe a pattern in my life is like, at least in my romantic life, is that I, like, uh, I have very little confidence about someone else reciprocating for me. Like, yeah. I don't shoot unless I'm 99% sure, yeah. which really isn't sh- how, that's not, that's not bold or courageous. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Steph Curry is shooting, like after he, you know, he's shooting threes after whatever he misses eight in a row. Um, <laughs> Uh, but we we were really close, and um, uh, we were both pr- very careful. Like, I, there was no like, um, I don't know. She would even say like she gave me very like few signs, apart from the fact that we were hanging out a lot and very yeah. close friends. Um, and then on Super Bowl Sunday in uh, two thousand and eleven, uh, two thousand twelve, um, we confessed our feelings to each other. And it became, uh, we didn't say it out loud, but like I was serious very quickly. Like yeah. it was, she was so such a close friend that the moment there was that realization of like, yes, we like each other. It was, there wasn't like, all right, so should we date for a little bit to see how it goes? I don't know. Like I, yeah. I felt so. We were so close already. Yeah. I felt like, not like I will marry you now, but um, I felt in it to win it. Um, very early and then we tried to hide it from people and you just like you anyone who tries to hide any of that stuff you're bad at it yeah yeah (laughs) like oh we've been hiding for everybody from a year and then our friends are like why don't you just it's like our friend all our friends knew well we didn't know they knew we should have known they knew um and yeah that's 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 the story. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's funny because we also had this thing and we tried to hide it and 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 we kind of managed like two days or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we I, and that now going back, I asked close friends like our friend Becca, like, so when did you know? And then it's like, well, it was that one night where you guys said you were leaving, and then you like walk separate directions, and then I saw one of you like actually go the same direction, and that was you know two weeks after we. You know, yeah. started. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we watched Hitch also that night where we confessed our feelings together. Have you ever seen that movie no. with Will Smith? Uh-huh. It's like, it's a romantic comedy. It's just very cheesy. Yeah. And it was on TV. And I'd eaten a lot of but food from the Super Bowl. Was it something you planned? Like, or she did, did she plan or like to, no. to this kind of... Okay, so the the full... This is this is the this is the juicy stuff. This is nowhere, This isn't on recording at all. But the night before the Super Bowl... We had gone out um, dancing with some friends and then like our friends peeled off and we were living in neighborhoods kind of close to each other in Brooklyn. Um, and we uh, uh, said, oh, like, let's just go. Let's uh, let's head home. You know, toy platonic. Nothing was happening. And then we um, saw this woman in the subway who looked really like young woman, like in a skirt, like uh, drunk like just sitting on the ground, like try, trying to like navigate the subway to get home. And we're like, 
this person could really use some help. So we asked her, like, where are you trying to go? Like, are you okay? And she's like, trying to go to Sunset Park. And that's where, well, and that was like a couple stops past where, like, either of us lived. But we escorted her all the way home. So we, like, kind of, like, helped shepherd her onto the train, yeah. make sure she was okay. Actually got off at her stop. Tried to creepily, like, not walk too close to her, but, like, yeah. basically walked her to her door. Yeah, This person will never know that we did that. But then... Um, then we like had walked past this taqueria that was open till 5 a.m. It was very late. And then we ate burritos and then we got on the subway and then we like, we like cuddled on the subway. And that was like the first moment there was any sort of like romantic, like, you know, anything physical Mm -hmm. between us. And then that next day, me still not confident was like, is that, does that mean she likes me? What if, what if, I don't know what to do right now, which is so silly. But and so that next day, then she was like, "We should hang out," and then we hung out, and it was like, "Blah." But yes, it. Uh, I guess the there was no preparation except for, um, you know. No, no, this. but that's a, a beautiful story. Yeah, and now the funny thing is, we we live very close to where we dropped off that person, okay. so we moved to that neighborhood and eat at that taqueria uh, frequently. Have you seen that person before? Like I don't even remember her yeah. face. Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't remember her face, but I hope she's doing well. Yeah. So, yeah, if you see something, say something or help the person out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, I love, love how kind of the turns this discussion takes and like where it's taking us. And it's also, that's always also funny to, like with this. Have you listened to any of the old podcasts? I listened to uh, Anne's episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, so well, often there's there's not much plan. There's there's the only thing is typically that I have a gut feeling of that person. <laughs> and, and, That's a good and, start. <laughs> yeah, and like for you, I was kind of interested in 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 this kind of um, kind of energy that that you have, and, mm-hmm. and and I was kind of playing around with this idea that um, that love. Like love as a life force, mm-hmm. and kind of, and 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 thinking about okay, like is is it far fetched or can you say that that kind of you doing things through love or like that that is kind of the catalyst of like I don't know what what do you think about what comes to your mind when when you hear the word love? Hmm. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is. Uh, how this morning I was just staring at Yoko in the face I was looking at her and I was like you are like a you're 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 a human being you have your own brain in there you got all these other processes and thoughts and hopes and dreams and like agency and you know you're like like I will never be able to comprehend like what it is to be you yet we've like like something is like has tied us together uh and we've we've weaved together like our chemicals and thoughts and dreams and aspirations like all of these things and um I don't know, when I think about love, I think about this, like, balance between, between, like, knowing and not knowing. Like, I know myself. I think I know how I feel about you. I will never know how you, like, uniquely feel about me. But there's this faith that, like, we feel this way about each other. And then that, like, I know, I experience that in, like, different places. But with, you know, through work in other relationships Mm -hmm. but you know with Yoko in particular I don't know just that like uh, that 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 thing how we are I don't know at the end of the day two separate folks that join together and maybe get to spend a lifetime like exploring the other person um 
is really magical. Yeah, those are beautiful moments. Kind of yeah. when you kind of. I just, I just looked her in the face this morning. I was like, "You are another human. <laughs> what's going on in that noggin of yours? Like, what's what's going on in there? This is amazing." <laughs> and we're here, and I just get to stare at you sometimes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I. I don't know. I, I like that. Who I have no idea how other relationships function, but I think ours is like kind of built on this like sense of awe and wonder each day. You can call it playful. I like the word like wonder though. That yeah, it just and like I'm in. I am awe of her in all these like situations, and even the you know even the bad ones, um, and seeing like how we deal with it and how she copes with things like there's I don't know it's just like a continued wonder and amazement and like sense of discovery um over and over again like a fractal you can like it just keeps getting more and more like complicated you keep staring at little things and then you realize you're staring at the at, you know this part of it versus something else like yeah you just there's it's endless how 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 would you perceive like love in like that's not something I've been interesting like to see also when when I've done this in different languages like mm-hmm. like also how how the word love is perceived also in different kind of cultures yeah like just just using the word word like when I we finish like to say i love you it's really something you don't say that quite, you don't say that often it's really kind of it's really a really really precious word mm-hmm. like but i feel like in in english especially kind of american it's kind of it's used really widely mm-hmm. like you love love you, you kind of you love, yeah. love people love a lot of things yeah <laughs> i love fried rice and hot dogs and so so i was like my friend sean so, <laughs> so so what so what does it actually what does it then mean like and and like or is it kind of the same is it or is it actually kind of the same kind of same energy kind of at the moment kind of you can like like really like un- unconditionally like really unconditional love like this hot dog <laughs> <laughs> like kind of like in that moment can it be kind of the same strength that you have kind of for your partner like mm. <laughs> like i was playing around with these kind yeah. of ideas maybe context is everything yeah Mm, that this like as a native speaker how how, yeah. do, how do you perceive There's a couple things one one is uh person person by person like i know people who um use the word like if if we're just talking about like using saying the word love uh directed at another person um i know people who will like say it to say i love you or like love you man or love you to all sorts of folks yeah you know um i reserve the word for family and my partner when i say like i love you well now i'm contradicting myself sometimes i like say it also to like close friends like i'll get off the phone with like my friend brian i'll yeah. be like love you man so it's and something it, that uh, it, you, kind it, of, you show appreciation yeah it shows appreciation but I, f- i i think no matter what there's like it still represents a deeper appreciation yeah. and it's almost like you say this to capture the stuff that like you you're having a hard time describing that's how i say it. it's like like it's not just good talking to you it's like you know that you know that there's like a lot like there's a lot backed up here that I'm like not saying there's a lot yeah, I'd be yeah, willing to do yeah. i was just telling a friend that like that and maybe this is maybe one measurement of love is uh like how much you're willing to do for the other person yeah um which is tricky cuz uh like uh i don't know it's it's kind of 
I guess if I say I like I love you to someone, or like love you, man, that means I would be like willing to go the extra mile or willing mm-hmm. to do a lot of things that I wouldn't do for someone else, like for this yeah. person. Um, and I sure hope they don't abuse it. <laughs> mm. I was I started to think about like like to some really important friends, like like in like how I sometimes end the call, I say you are dear to me mm-hmm. like that, that fits better like in the finnish in the yeah. finnish language yeah to remind that that, that i love them and yeah <laughs> and, and and it's their important part of my life even though we don't necessarily see us see, see each other so much but but i really appreciate having them in my life yeah really yeah i feel like that phrase like i really appreciate having them in my life um i think telling people you really appreciate that like i don't think i do it often enough and i i think we whenever i've gone the extra mile say you know what it's like hey you know like i really appreciate you um to me i think that's what we get at sometimes when we say i love you and maybe even more being more specific is better Um, I like my business partner Bailey. I feel like one of her superpowers that she's was born slash developed over time through lots of practice is like uh, maybe like really. I guess it's it's really telling people specifically like that she appreciates them and how she what she appreciates about them that's that's really beautiful when you kind of get give get that gift yeah uh, she'll yeah. she'll pick something up it's like kevin like i really appreciate yeah, like you should know that i really appreciate like how you bring kind of like like a wondrous playful attitude to like so many things you do. and that just like speaks to me and i've seen her like do this <laughs> speaking to people yeah Uh, you know, almost as a reflex in all these different situations, and I, I, and I, and 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 I think for others it would be like such a uh, a hard thing to do, or really have to like work yourself up to mm-hmm. it. But I feel like she, I don't know, she recognizes it and then isn't afraid to say this stuff um, to people, and they they really appreciate being seen in that sort of way. That's something. Um, it's maybe more in a professional context, but when, when, for example, is if I see a colleague has done, let's say, a beautiful image in, in a magazine, mm-hmm. or or I've seen an exhibition, then I, I, I look, I look up their contact and I send a text message or yeah, a message on Messenger, like, or I email just saying, I'm just, I just saw your work. It's amazing. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> people yeah. Do good work. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes sometimes people are like, oh, that's really. I mean, it's it's kind of trying to remember that it's kind of like it's like because you get touched by something and and letting the people know that you got yeah. touched by what they did. It's it's like like it's 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 like really a small thing you can do, but it, yeah. it means a lot like to the recipient. Yeah, we we've been talking about like for our company as we are as we make some like independent projects and whether it's writing things or producing things or putting stuff out into the world or hosting events like our our goal after like a long discussion um like we wanted to measure the success of projects based on like heartfelt responses cuz I thought that like if I had to choose between like a hundred thousand views and uh like 30 heartfelt emails that said like this spoke to me or this like really made me feel x because why like uh i think the former is funny money like while heartfelt responses like like that is To me, that is what, for at least from like a business perspective, like we, like that's what's going to help us continue to like. Uh, uh, like to me, that's the best possible marketing we can have to, <laughs> to have someone like see something and for it to touch them in that sort of way, and like then they'll go, you know, 
remember that or like they understand what we're going for and how we might be able to help like you know uh, in another situation they see I have a question though would you use the phrase like like oh I love that image you took or I love like does is that less common in like yeah in, in your communication because of like yeah. what the word love means or yeah, is it no, yeah yeah I wouldn't wouldn't use use love wow I want to get rid of it then too. But but I mean, <laughs> but 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 actually, in I mean, if I would, I notice when when I write in English, yeah, uh, then I would use it. Huh? Yeah, but it's just like the the meaning is different. Like yeah. In in Finnish or or, or Swedish. <sighs> um, but but I noticed that I, I I kind of in English when I use. I kind of use love in 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 a sense that it's a bit stronger than like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're making me think about all the times I use love kind of like the word love like yeah. flippantly in, you know. Like I, I recently wrote like we'd love to set up a call exactly. with you on Thursday. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't I don't yeah. love setting up calls. <laughs> of course I don't. Like now I it, and I I think that's one thing that happens it's like like I and other people like use the word lazily. We we use it in a lazy way just to mean like a little bit more than like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we could be more specific. I could at least say like, we'd be thrilled. <laughs> I don't know. We'd be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. That's that's something. Yeah, I haven't actually like questioned that before, but now now I'm kind of discussing. There, there would probably be a big value in being more mindful about. Like how? Yeah, and and more deliberate. Like, yeah, yeah. I think about our brainstorm. There is kind of like an inflation that, like, totally. I mean, when you start using it that way, then it doesn't mean as much. Yeah. Um, and even Yoko and I sometimes said, like, I'll say, like, I love you, and I know I say it a lot, but it's because I really mean it. And that, like, I'll I'll qualify <laughs> my statement. Um, yeah. I think about some of our brainstorms as a company and like I want to be kind of a, a yes and type person, right? I don't want to shoot down ideas, especially yeah. if we're in a certain mode. I, but um, I also don't want to use the phrase like I love that idea when like I when I don't <laughs> or when I'm just trying to be like generative yeah. and encouraging. Yeah. I want when I say like I love that. Like, you know that Kevin is really into... I think that's important, too. Like, to be able to, you know, like, yeah, to be able to read when some... At least from, you know, what I think is part of a good partnership or within a good team is when you're really able to read, like, uh, when someone's, like, you know, antenna are really going off. Like, wow, like, this is really, you know, touching me in some way. And, like, that is... Yeah, that's the thing. Um Versus like me just being encouraging, yeah. Um, so I need. I'm I'm trying to figure out my go-to words. I like that. I like that. I like that. But when I say I love that, then you know. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'd love to set up a call on Thursday. <laughs> I'd love to take notes. No, it's, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to circle back with you. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's difficult, but I think. I think there's probably no no clear answers, but in like in everything, it's it's good to be more aware of things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still have something to to add? I just want to ask you a question. Yeah, please do. So, how many episodes of uh, Love Is in the Air? Uh, I've done. There's twenty seven episodes out now, uh-huh. and I've recorded like. 30 or 31 and now in New York I'm gonna do like eight more wow so so with the 30 to 40 conversations like this you've had you have to you have to drop some knowledge on me like what is what's something you've learned or has yeah. surprised you or has stuck out the one of the kind of important nuggets that that I was like searching for was was this kind of idea like what is what is a loveful life what or how does like a loveful life look like 
and then I got really disappointed, like, well, and I got the answer, like, the fifth or something. Like <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay, gonna, got uh, it. I have to find new, new questions. <clears throat> so, but kind of the awareness of, um, we, st- we talked a lot about spiritual bypassing and like, like how it's a co- kind of a trend also, like trying to look for those like high moments and mm-hmm. like having like search for happiness and mm-hmm. <clears throat> actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet Stefan Sagmeister. Oh, he, wow. he, he did the, the happy, happy movie. So I'm gonna meet him also. It's gonna be interesting too. Have you seen the movie? I haven't seen the movie. Wait, you're gonna meet him? Uh, at his office. Oh, you're gonna interview him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, so I, I had big, this kind of, some big names. It's funny, Stefan, he kind of emailed me back directly, but some, some of like, I was trying to find some kind of yeah. movie director, some people, but it's completely, it's so difficult to get hold on, on the names and yeah. contacts. Yeah, you you're, you mess with all those layers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I heard there are like, I don't know, like 50 layers before you get to talk to Beyonce. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I didn't have the time for the production to to go go that deep. Uh, no, but but then back back to the answers. Mm. So so he he told me about like this. So there, there was one uh, a guy in in, in Norway I, I interviewed or, or t- had a talk with, and he talked about like he he's doing um, this kind of educational or he's doing men's work like working mm-hmm. with men about like dismantling this kind of toxic mascul- masculinity mm-hmm. and, and so I found his work really really interesting and 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 one of the things kind of in in his kind of program was kind of to embrace life like like in the like the full life like 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 having having those bliss moments but also like being able to to go deep in, in kind of the darkest valleys, valleys mm-hmm. and, and, and really kind of not being afraid of, of getting, like, getting boiled mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and also kind of being able to take care of, of these kind of day-to-day chores. And, mm-hmm. and, and like, like so, so this kind of having this balance in your life yeah. and, and like being aware of that, that, that this is kind of the important thing to to be able to to navigate in this kind of spectrum mm-hmm. to, to 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 have like have the bliss and have like the shit and like yeah have the, have the normal like, yeah and understanding that this is this is life and, mm-hmm. and like embracing embracing it all yeah and, and that kind of turning your back to to things when they they are difficult and 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 not, not kind of turning your back to things that when 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 you'd rather do yeah. something else, yeah, <laughs> like like in in a way like being honest to to things as they are, yeah. Um, I think this is this was one of the biggest like aha moments for me, yeah. Like like going through this this idea, and of course this is something that at the same time it's like ah oh, okay now I get this, uh, but but then like okay what do I do with this knowledge? Yeah. So so. so so then it's something you kind of have to practice like every day, yeah. <laughs> like every moment, like, yeah. and, and, and that's kind of the beauty also of, of life kind of with this, this kind of perspective that, that it's, it kind of, it never ends in a way. Yeah. And you, 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 you'll never be kind of finished. You'll never be like full. Yeah. It's kind of, and that's kind of part of the, DNA of life that that there is you kind of you kind of you do stuff and you experience life and you you live you live live your life I was like I, I did an interview before like just before I, I, I went that was on on Thursday um, so it was funny it was like she she ended the, the, the talk the discussion with so actually actually these kind of talks are completely useless um, I mean, why, 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 why do we think, think about the semantics of the words? I mean, the meaning of life is life. <laughs> I looked, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but I still want to do this. <laughs> yeah. She was like half joking, but but there was there was there was there was also 
uh, like so sometimes I kind of uh, remembering that sometimes you kind of overthink things yeah. and like it's your phone mm. uh, and I will finish soon mm. so this is kind of one of the, the most important findings and also that's uh, that's also been really interesting to see like because the only thing I, I kind of throw the, the the word kind of to the table yeah. and then I kind of see what what bounces back yeah and it's been really interesting to see the spectrum like how it's like super wide like so that's all something so with some people uh, we kind of start with defining mm -hmm. like the word and like okay so what is kind of what is what is the angle now for our talk yeah. uh, but I also like kind of to just see kind of what like just throwing it in and, and seeing what comes back yeah like for some let's say that are desperate to see single and they want to find a partner so that when they hear love they just think about being lonely and like yeah. like finding love and and like being appreciated and like like feeling unworthy and there's like a lot of things going on and and then i had a talk with a philosopher so with him we were just like <laughs> he was talking about like how different philosophers like thought about love yeah. and, and like this kind of so and that's what I also noticed that it's the topic is is so wide and it's also something that that is I mean the somehow the love talk kind of this kind of soft love talk is is all over the place mm -hmm. I don't know, like yeah all the all the songs that are written yeah. are about love and like like but but then it's been interesting that when you then actually sit down with people to see that that it's not that clear that what 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 are we actually talking yeah. about and like what is love actually about <laughs> like yeah. it's something that as you also said that it's it's something that's some it's so big that you can't really grasp it so you kind yeah. of have this word to yeah so that that that's been something that I try, I'm trying to dissect <laughs> yeah pick apart yeah and 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 and, and so just for, for the, like, it's good to start with the background, but like, I had this idea that I was thinking about meaning of life, uh -huh. <laughs> and then somehow kind of love, it kind of struck me. Yeah. And, and I felt okay, like meaning of life, it's it's love, and and but then I was like, okay, what what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And and so I'm cur currently in that kind of process where where I. I'm kind of searching for the meaning of of love, like, and what 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 can it mean, like, in a practical yeah. manner, like, like showing, like, like, can, can can you act, can you act? How does love show, like, in in everyday action? Yeah, yeah, and how how do people express it or really make that their own? Yeah. I don't know. I think as like, for me, it's if I were to be able, if I saw like all of these different sort of how different versions of how people like live and uh, express love in their lives, and it can give me an idea of like, yeah, like that's 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 the kind of love I'm chasing. Mm -hmm. um, and for someone else, it might be like, no, that's the kind of love like I'm chasing. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, that's also that's that's an important point. Like, um, because that's also something that changes. Like, yep. like everything in life. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. I was I was staying staying at at an older la older lady, and then I, I told her about my podcast and. She was like, she was just la laughing like, yeah. And it can be so many things, and it, it changes, and it, yeah. it's gonna be changing like every decade. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so this is also an important thing for me to to meet people from different kind of different age groups and different cultures and yeah. And from a different educational background and yeah. 
So, and one of my, my dreams is to, maybe then when I've done 30 more, to, to start compiling some kind of texts. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm a bit afraid of, of writing, so that's something else. <laughs> but that's one of my goals also, to, yeah. to make like a little book of love. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. Thanks for your time, man. No, thank you for yeah for, for sitting down with me. Yeah, I have a lot to chew on. Thank you. Thanks to all the listeners. I would be really happy for some feedback. Probably the easiest way is send me an email, Johannes. Rompanem. I know this is difficult in English. R O M P P A n-e-n at gmail.com I want to say thank you to Yuri Piren and he's been helping me with this sound work and the sound you hear in the background is, is by Yuri and I'm going to do something I haven't done before it's always fun to test new things I'm going to just play a, a short snippet from from the next episode it's going to be with Sally Rumble, also a former Creative Mornings employee. She's a civil rights activist, and this is from the end where we ask her from uh, ask her about some some tips what to to do and how to get activated. I'll end I'll end with this and see you in two weeks. Bye bye. Everyone has something to contribute to activism. Everyone has a skill. Everyone can activate themselves. If you, if you play the guitar, sign up to teach kids in underserved communities at a community rec center, at an after-school care, at a, you know, pay that access, that skill forward to kids who might not otherwise have that opportunity. If you can cook, activists need to eat. <laughs> and it's often the last thing that they're thinking about. Um, if you want to learn, just connect with it, with someone who's doing the work and say, what do you need? I'll help you. Um, be a student. I think where everyone is, we, we're constantly flipping between being a teacher and student throughout life. And so I think that there's so much room for people who are busy in the movement to teach others just by having them tag along. Yeah, that's what I would say. How do you, how do you, where do you start? <laughs>